Good evening, Radio Land, and welcome to another edition of WMSC's Local Live. My name is Cal. I'm here with Aaron. Good evening, Aaron. Good evening, Cal. We are so, live at Club Garibaldi tonight with Sean Hinton and Shotgun. Yep, and, and the band is on the stage, ready to go. Maybe some of you WMSC listeners remembered when Sean Hinton and Shotgun played our studios back in December. They were really, really awesome. I'm so excited to have them back again here for Local Live. And just a couple notes that tonight's edition of Local Live on WMSE is supported by a donation from Hi Hat Garage. The garage and parkhouse patio are open for lunch every weekday with a new menu and daily features. Hi Hat opens for dinner and cocktails at four. More info at garageonbrady.com. Local Live is a production of WMSE Radio. Broadcasting tonight from Club Garibaldi, located at 2501 South Superior Street. Let's uh, have Sean Hinton himself. Can you go around and introduce the band before we hear a song? Yes. Let me introduce the band. To my left, Terry Jeans Jr. Next to Terry Jeans Jr., you have Alex Julian. Next to Alex, you have Randy Combrick. And sitting in with Shotgun tonight, we have Emmett Wachowski. Did I say it right? All right. And on drums, my baby cousin, Maurice Herman. We call him Mo. All right. Well, I think we're going to just kick right into some live music, if you guys don't mind. I think sometimes, our audience is no, into no, it, too. <laughs> Want to be where you are. Here you go.
Thank you. All right, Sean, do you have one more for us? Yeah. Let's just jump into one more song. All right, here we go. Name of this song is called Sometime.
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Sean Hinton and Shotgun here on WMSE's Local Live. We want to encourage uh, all of you audience members out there. You've got some note cards on your table, some pens. Feel free to uh, write some questions up for us to uh, ask the band if you, if you so desire. Uh, we do have a few of our own we'll start off with here. Uh, Sean, are you originally from Milwaukee? I am. I'll say yes. Although I was born in Rockford, Illinois, but I've attended all of my schools here in Milwaukee. Oh, okay. So, so that you... makes me a Milwaukee resident. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> so what part of town did you grow up in? I grew up on 22nd and Clark, which was in the inner city, like the north side, if I'm not mistaken. So um, I come from a family of musicians. Um, my mom's a pianist. My dad's a guitarist. My grandfather was a pastor uh, here in Milwaukee, a bishop here in Milwaukee, and he was also a guitarist. So the fruit didn't fall far from the tree at all. <laughs> It was all music, all of us, my cousins, aunts, uncles, that's what we did. Musical household. Absolutely. Did, were there a lot of uh, records being played when you were a kid too? Oh yeah, just... absolutely. Um, Saturdays are considered cleanup days on the weekends for parents. So my mom would throw on the records. We would have records like uh, the Shy Lights or we would have Heat Wave. So I would listen to that kind of music, absolutely. So who was the biggest musical inspiration to you at a young age? Was it family member or was it school or? Family member was my biggest influence. Um, have an uncle who lives in Clinton, Iowa, who's originally from Waterloo, Iowa. His name is Nathaniel Johnson. And um, I thought my uncle was like the best guitar player that was out there because like he was in church biting strings <laughs> like he went in church Chuck Berry style so I thought that was so cool so that was that was my first inspiration and then my second inspiration which was still in my family his name was uh his name is Calvin uh, McMillan who uh, is a great guitarist so those were my big influences in my family then it grew outside there like Eddie Van Halen and Stevie Ray Vaughan, Jimi Hendrix, B.B. King, Freddie King, the list goes on and on. Okay, okay, awesome. I can't, Im I can picture the biting the guitar strings in church. It's good visual. <laughs> I've actually done it a couple of times. <laughs> so you grew up playing drums, right? But you eventually fell into guitar. I did. I got, I, tell, I just told this story to somebody today. Here's the reason why I started playing the guitar. I got tired of sharing the drums with my cousins at church. Now this is before he was even born. So his brother, who's a bass player, he and I used to take turns playing drums at church and we had a aunt who would come from Rockford, Illinois to fellowship with my grandfather's church and would say, all of this fighting doesn't make sense about who plays drums, so this is how we're gonna do it. Afton's gonna play the drums one Sunday, and Sean's gonna play the drums the next Sunday. Well, I didn't like that. <laughs> I didn't like that at all. So what I did was I picked up an instrument that I knew that the rest of my cousins didn't have the patience to learn, <laughs> which was guitar. <laughs> and, and the rest is history. <laughs> so you're saying drumming is easy? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I, I think the drummer has it the hardest. 
He's the first one to get there to set up equipment and the last to leave with yeah. all of that equipment. Yeah. <laughs> I think we might have some drummers in the audience. I don't know. <laughs> so, so did you ever see yourself being a lead guitarist and a vocalist when you were younger? Um, that was kind of up in the air because growing up, I used to think it was cool. I remember watching that movie Crossroads and um, I always saw a guitar player with shades on, sitting on the edge of the chair, just holding a note like, that's all you do. And I, was, I would think that girls would go gaga over that. <laughs> but <laughs> I forgot the question, I just got caught up. <laughs> what was the question again? <laughs> when, when you were younger, did you see yourself oh, being a guitarist yeah. and vocalist? I was scared to sing. I was very, very scared to sing and I had a, grew up in a quartet group in, in Milwaukee, which was my cousins. I wanted to focus on playing the guitar. But when you have a mother and an auntie that says, sing or I'ma whoop you. you. You ain't got no choice but to sing. So that's the way to do it, right parents? Exactly. <laughs> Aspiring parents take note. We this. suffered. <laughs> we suffered. Suffered for art, yes. Well, uh, why don't we have a couple more tunes, and then we'll get to some audience questions after that. Sound good? Sounds like a plan to me. All right. It's Local Live, live at Garibaldi. Here they are again, Sean Hinton and Shotgun.
Thank you. My dedication to Miller Genuine Drab, my favorite beer. All right, Sean hitting that shotgun. <laughs> Here on WMSC's local live, we're at Club Garibaldi tonight, 2501 South Superior Street. We want to say big thanks to our awesome audience, too. Thanks, guys. You're being great. You guys are awesome. Woo! Yeah, you guys are so wonderful. Give yourselves a round of applause. So we've got some audience questions for you, Sean and Greg. All right. So they, they want to know, how do you classify your group and what genre? Rock, soul, blues? You know what? We, uh, when we started out, it started out as an instrumental thing. Um, I did an album in 2015. 
We called that album um, the Happy Hour LP. And it was right after I had did another album, which was like me trying to be an R&B crooner. And the name of the album was called The Love Story. It was so heavily auto-tuned because I wasn't confident in my voice. You know what I'm saying? So once we started doing the happy hour thing, it branched off into us being a blues act. Where we want to pigeonhole ourselves inside such a great class of music or genre. So we ventured off and did. We made it soul. We made it um, rock. It's just a big gumbo of music, but... I talked to a good friend of mine uh, who's a guitarist for the Blind Boys. He was like, man, you guys are jam band with vocals. I was like, I like that. So we're jam band with vocals. You heard it here first. We're for all you hippies out there, yes. <laughs> so another uh, audience member, I think we might have to go around the, uh, the whole band with this question because uh, this could be a good one. What are some of your favorite albums or artists to play? Um, <laughs> my favorite group there, right? You know, I people judge me whenever I say this. I love John Mayer, man. Like, I, I love his music. I love the the soul behind it. Like, me and the boys, we do um, John Mayer's Gravity. Um, we'll do John Mayer's rendition of I Don't Need No Doctor, which is originally a Ray Charles record. Um, I love Bill Withers, so we perform uh, Ain't No Sunshine, but we do the, the 420 edition. <laughs> so that's mine. I'll let Alex answer it. Oh, he's ready to answer. Hello, people. Hello. Tis your boy, he's boogie. No, I would say I have two. I'll just give two albums. Here, my dear Marvin Gaye yeah. and Voodoo D'Angelo. I can play anything off of those. It feels good. So yeah. Right. TJ, Terry Jeans, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, thank you. Um, I have a couple. I just like listening to uh, Donny Hathaway a lot. Um, like you said, Bill Withers, uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. I didn't say I would give it to. I'm going to go with four or five. But uh, <laughs> um, and I'm a, I'm a big drummer, so a lot of mint condition and bands that use a lot of live instrumentation. All right. Ready? Cornbread, come on. I think we have found the shy member of the band. Right. That would be me. Uh, you know, for me, it really depends on uh, the mood or the day. I mean, today I was listening to uh, Van Halen and Steel Pulse. Yesterday it was Miles Davis and uh, John Coltrane the day before that. Um, I think it was Robin Trower. So I'm kind of all over the place, you know? I love it all, really, seriously. That's a good answer. He loves it all. Emmy, what's your favorite, man? There you go, that's, that's MHSA's finest. Personally, being a big fan of Sean's and all, this dude has mentored me through it all, so we share some interest. Uh, Van Halen won. There you go. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Mo? Well, I'm not going to get up from behind the drums and do it too much, but uh, a couple of influence of mine, uh, Parliament, Funkadelic. Oh, yeah. yeah. Parliament. Uh, George 
Clinton himself without Parliament Funkadelic. Um, the Isley Brothers and, you know, and mostly soul and Southern soul. Southern soul. Well, there you have it. The soul and the funk. Soul and funk. All right. That's a nasty meal right there. <laughs> All right, and this is another audience question we have. Who was Sean's favorite guitarist as he was growing up? Oh, wow. I can answer that. Who? <laughs> Who? Grandpa. Yep. My grandfather, Bishop Enoch Johnson. That it. was my favorite guitar player. You know, it's funny. Um, does anybody remember the store Woolworth? Oh, yeah, dude. So my mom took me to Woolworth, and I saw this plastic Stratocaster-looking guitar. And I bought it with my little $5 allowance. And um, I showed my dad in Rockford, and he gave me my first guitar. But my first lesson came from my grandfather. He tuned my guitar for me and showed me my first three chords. He showed me how to use the whammy bar. That's my biggest influence. Keeping it in the family. Well, what do you guys think? Should we do one more song? You can show off what your grandfather taught you. Yeah. You can play one Good more idea. song. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, we have more than one, obviously. Absolutely. But, but let's, let's save some questions for, for an, after the song. <laughs> Once again, we have Sean Hitton <laughs> and Shotgun Live on Local Live here on WMSE. Yep. Oh, I'm in love 
Thank you. Sean Hinton. Sean Hinton and Shotgun. Uh, my mic's not working. Hello. They Hello. lost their mics. My, our mics are not working. <laughs> God bless oh, you. Oh, there Robbie. we go. There we go. Sean Hinton and Shotgun on WMSE's Local Live. Bang, bang. So, uh, one thing we wanted to ask you because uh, I don't know if a lot of people, some people might know this, but you've got quite the impressive resume of folks you have toured with. You're talking about people like Jill Scott, John Legend, Lil Wayne, Mary J. Blige. Uh, what was your biggest break as, in terms of all those artists that you've been able to work with? Um, my big break came when I started playing for Mary J. Blige because the way it happened was so crazy. Um, what, when was this? This was 2004. Okay. It was like, I was in Nashville, Tennessee, currently on a gospel tour. It was called Presenting a New Life Tour with a bunch of um, major gospel acts. And the drummer, who is now the musical director for Mary J. Blige, he and I played with an artist by the name of Dave Hollister who was sound t signed to Motown. So he and I kept in close contact with each other. And uh, he calls me while I'm on this gospel tour. He's like, yo, you want to play for Mary J. Blige? I was like, what? He's like, yeah, dude, Mary putting a brand new band together. You know, and you don't think to be like, well, I don't care. I was trying to find out what happened to the other band because these were guys that I really look up to and respect because they set a blueprint for how R&B music should be. They, they taught the... Uh, the, the, the beauty and simplicity and letting the record breathe and keeping the, the in, keeping the integrity in the music. So I was asking all those questions, but I ended up saying yes because I wanted to do it, but I did not unpack my bag because I really felt like Aston Kutcher was finna come out of rehearsal and was like, you guys just got punked. <laughs> but it wasn't the case in point. So that was, my, that was the gig that kind of put my name in the atmosphere. Like, I got a, received a, like a, a staple full of papers that said everywhere we were going. Like I had never been outside of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, let alone, you know, like California. But then when they say, yo, we're going to Italy, we're going to Germany. And I was like, I don't even have a passport. They was like, seriously? <laughs> so I had to go get a passport. Like I had to do that all while I was in New York pay $700 for a passport to get it like in three days and it has been on since. And playing with Mary J. Blige opened the door for me to play with other artists because I created a name for myself. They called me Little Jimi Hendrix because every night <laughs> I would play like it was my last night playing. So that left an impression on a lot of people. So from Mary, I went out with um, Little Wayne from Lil Wayne, I went out with John Legend. From John Legend, I went out with Jill Scott. And Jay-Z, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, do you have any, uh, I'm sure you have a million stories you could tell from those tours. You got any, uh, any ones that stick out that you want to tell the people? Can I say I smoke pot with Lil Wayne on the radio? <laughs> <laughs> I think we assumed that, I mean, didn't I we? I just said it. <laughs> Dude, I was on, I was, that, was the, that was the most fun I had because um, <laughs> it was fun because we were literally living like rock stars on that tour. Like 
Mary J. Blige and Jill and John Legend, that's kind of a laid back gig, but Wayne was like, he was really feeling himself as a rock star. So like we did everything. We got drunk on stage. Like, and here's the thing, I was nervous because this is the stage right here, but on top of this stage, each musician had his own personal stage that starts 50 feet in the air. So we had to wear a harness. So I was nervous as a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs, <laughs> rocking back and forth, and I'd had a couple of shots of Hennessy, so I'm like, okay, just get me down, <laughs> get me down. But it was fun, I got it, and I told Wayne's uh, manager, I was like, yo, tell Wayne to roll one up and I'll smoke with him. And he told him, Wayne was like, yo, come on, we finna smoke. I was like, okay. <laughs> And we were late starting the show because we was watching Sports Center and smoking pot. And you didn't fall off your platform. No. Right, that's good. You know what? I think you, your senses aren't heightened. <laughs> like I, I wouldn't move. Like you're supposed to have swag on stage. I was like, no moving at all. Do you have footage? <laughs> I actually do. I have a DVD. It's at my mom's house. I gotta find it. That would be something to see. <laughs> so um, when you know you were done with all this touring and whatnot, what 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 happened when the dust settled and you came back here? What when I came back here, you know, I learned a lot working with different artists. Like when I first started playing with Mary, um, I developed a relationship with Usher's guitarist. Uh, they call him. His name is Natural, and. Um, my checks that I was getting when I was playing for Mary J. Blige, I couldn't believe it. Like, I was a medical records clerk here in Milwaukee at Columbia Family Care Center. So when I saw my first check playing with Mary, I was like, oh, I'm finna go to the shoe store and buy so many sneakers. And uh, <laughs> my friend Natural, he was like, man, don't you blow your money on clothes and shoes, you better buy a house. And I listened to him and I bought my first house off my first tour. And I've been trying to make wise decisions since then. So, you know, you fall on your face sometimes, but then you get back up again and you make wise decisions, so. I mean, obviously you've spent a little bit on shoes, but. Uh. <laughs> you know what? I'm an eBay king, so I find discounts. These shoes are like 35 bucks. Wow. Now, I've I spent a total of about $500 on a pair, one pair of sneakers. That's dumb. Those Reeboks? No, they're British Knights. Oh man! Old school. He's <laughs> got British, red British Knights, cherry red. They're yeah, red's my favorite color. Okay, so did you? Were you familiar with the current band that you've got now? Your Shotgun guys, or before we were Shotgun, we were just a band. You know what? I take that back. We were some of us, me and him. We're in Cigarette Break, which is a, a local known band here in the city. Alex left, and um, yeah. But I mean, it wasn't your fault though. I'm playing. <laughs> but we've done, uh, we've played in Grand Nation. Um, relationship I have with Terry Jeans over here. Um, he plays drums at my uncle's church at Greater New Birth. So, and before that. He sung in a quartet group, and I sung in a quartet group, and we would always be like, man, we want TJ to sing with us, because 
TJ can he can still sing high now, like he sings top, like somebody stepped on his toe and he's like, ah! like he can sing that high. But um, we played together for pretty much our teenage years into our adult years. Randy came about when we did Bayview Bash 2015 and our guitar player, Darren Williams, who's not here tonight, he couldn't be there. So our drummer, Olin, who, else, who, who also isn't here, he was like, yo, I got the perfect guitar player. And I was like, who? He's like, his name is Randy. I said, well, bring him. And he came to rehearsal and knew the stuff, and we were completely blown away. We did Bayview Bash, and after we finished, I told Randy, I said, man, I want you to be in our group. And he did it. <laughs> we had a little bit of uh, resist. <laughs> <laughs> but we worked it out, and it's, it has been on since then. So we've all, some of us grew up together. Others, we kind of just, you know, just discovered through word of mouth, like Sean Williamson, who's a lap steel player who plays with Sam Lim Limus. Am I saying that name right? He plays with us. And uh, say it again, Limus. Somebody said it. They said it right. But yeah, so local Milwaukee musicians that have played all over the city, but we collectively came together in 2015 and said, hey, we're gonna be Sean hitting his shotgun. And it's so funny because I let Jill Scott hear the music and she was like, what's the name of your band? And I didn't have a name yet. She said, it gotta be something with an SH in it. And I was like, why SH? She said, cause your name is Sean. And I was like, oh, okay. And then it hit me because we practically grew up together. So when you're in a car with your family or with your brother or sister, you tell them, I'm finna ride shotgun. Shotgun because these cats been with, been with me from day one. These are my A1s from day ones. All right. That's a great order. That, that was a long answer. <laughs> All right, we've got uh, a couple more audience questions before we get back into some music. And they're actually, uh, they're kind of, we had a couple of related questions. So I'm just going to okay. combine these two. Uh, where do you see yourself in the band in the next couple of years? I see me in the band in the next couple of years as one of the most popular acts in the United States of America. I see us overseas playing in Europe. I see us playing for the Queen. I see us playing at the White House. I see us playing every festival that you can think of. I see us winning Grammys. I, I see us winning Billboard Awards. I see us even having TV appearances on soap operas playing. I see, that's what I see. I see it all. I see everything. I dream this. I dream this so hard, yo. Sean, what soap opera do you could pick one? <laughs> hey, real talk, I played a soap opera with Mary J. Blige, and we did One Life to Live. We played on One Life to Live. That's why I was like, yep. If uh, All My Children was still on, we'd play that. That's my favorite soap opera. It's yeah. a good one. <laughs> All, right. All right, well, let's get let's a couple more tunes in. <laughs> All right, here they are one more time. Sean Hinton and Shotgun on Local Live.
Thank you. Thank you so much. Sean Hinton and Shotgun, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Thank you so much. We're, uh, we're dangerously low on time, but we want to ask you before we let you go, uh, you've got this big gig coming up that's a benefit for uh, Joseph Smokey Holman. Uh, yes. Singer of Tweed Funk. Uh, How did you guys uh, come to know Smokey and tell people a little bit about this benefit? I met Smokey at um, a Whammy concert um, last year. I was nominated for a Whammy, and um, I was invited to, to the th Thank you. Thank you so much. I was invited to the concert, and I got a chance to see Tweed Funk and was completely blown away. Smokey's, his demeanor, his swag is just undeniable, man. I love the way that cat dressed. I got my hat idea from watching him. So when I wear my hats, I, I do that for Smoke. And um, man, this, this, this concert is to help cover the cost of the chemo that he's going through. I believe that's what's going on. So um, the full band won't be there, but I'll be, uh, a Tweet Funk will uh, actually be assisting me on, on, on that night, so I'm looking forward to sharing the stage with Tweed Funk. It's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. And that, that's coming up on Sunday, right? Yep, July 24th. At Anodyne. Say that again? Anodyne and Bruce. I'm sorry. Anodyne Coffee Shop. Yep. yep, that's where it is. Yep, I'm slow. Please forgive me. <laughs> it's okay. That's all right. All right, well, cool. Why don't you, you want to tell the audience, too, what is your latest release? Where can they find it besides the merch table back there? Oh, yes, we definitely have merchandise. But our brand new CD, the songs that you heard tonight are from our brand new uh, CD entitled Long Live Shotgun. Um, man, it took us, Alex, how long did it take us to do this album? It wasn't that long though, was it? A month. I was in Los Angeles rehearsing with Mary J. Blige. So when I wasn't rehearsing with Mary, I would be in my room recording the parts that I wanted the band to play. And we all had a Dropbox. So I would send it to the guys and they would learn it. So when I got home, we went into the studio. It took us two studio tries. Shout out to Lodi who uh, recorded us for the second half of the album, man. Lodi was so so fun to work with, man. So yeah, the album is out right now. It dropped January 5th, I believe it was. Either January 5th or 6th. But it's out, and uh, we definitely have it, on, have it available now. But you can always go to our website, which is 
shotgun.com. Um, it's on CD Baby, Google Play, and iTunes. But yeah, we have them available here. And we have t-shirts, too. All right. Oh, and it's on Spotify. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> All right, and that's, that's going to just about do it for us. We've got a few uh, closing credits here to read, and, uh, but thanks a lot for uh, coming to play for yeah, us tonight. Thank you for having and us. And thanks to our audience here in the house. Yeah, thank you all. Thanks for the questions. We really appreciate it. Uh, tonight's edition of Local Live on WMSC is supported by a donation from Hi-Hat Garage, located on Arlington and Brady on Milwaukee's east side. The garage and park house patio are open for lunch every weekday with a new menu and daily features. Hi-Hat opens for dinner and cocktails at 4 p.m. More information on Facebook and at garageonbrady.com. Local Live is a production of WMSE Radio, broadcast tonight from Club Garibaldi, located at 2501 South Superior Street. want to thank everybody for tuning in and coming out. And, uh, oh, I guess we've got, we should do the weather, yeah, too. Yeah, right? we also want to tell you that you're listening to 91.7 FM, WMSE Milwaukee. We are Frontier Radio Alive and listener-supported broadcast of the Milwaukee School of Engineering. Uh, currently in Milwaukee, it's 75 degrees. Later on tonight, we're going to get a low down to 70. And tomorrow, some stormy skies and highs in the 80s. Uh, we want to thank everyone again for tuning in to Local Live with Sean Hinton and Shotgun. You guys have been an awesome audience. Thank you so much to Club Garibaldi and everyone. Give yourselves another round of applause. That's going to do it for us. Stay tuned for Midnight Radio out there in Radio Land. We'll see you next week. <laughs>